Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. Welcome back. It's uh, nine minutes to two o'clock. Listen, we're talking about something that's new to me too, and I suppose we learn every day. There's a term called religious tourism. Did you know that? The ECG, led by Shepard Bushiri, filled up First National Bank Stadium for a crossover event. Gauteng is not really what you can call a traditional tourism destination in December, due to a lot of outward migration of people. This, though, apparently was a money spinner for the Gauteng province. There are uh, a lot of allegations, of course, against the leader of a church, which our capable and independent courts will dissect when the time does come. My gaze today is about the crossover event uh, and the impact that it apparently had on the tourism economy of Gauteng, uh, specifically religious tourism, as they call it. There can't be any doubt, any doubt that this event attracted thousands of people from around the country and from over 30 countries around the world. During this weekly service, at the Pretoria showgrounds, taxis, small traders, accommodation providers and food and beverage providers benefited directly and immensely. Uh, and Prophet TB Joshua in Nigeria apparently has one which is so impactful on the Nigerian economy uh, that for every tourist that land in Nigeria, six go to his church. The role of academia, as we know, is to walk the path of truth and lead society in lights to avoid the gaze. So we're talking about this with Unati Sol- Tourism Lecturer for the Tswana University of Technology. Unati, thank you for your time. Please explain first and foremost the term religious tourism. Uh, uh, Good afternoon. Uh, Religious tourism is a term which defines people traveling to mosques, to place of congregation, to go and preach and for particularly religious reasons. And if they go to mosque, they must go to congregations, even conferences. So that is the term that is associated with religious tourism. Mm-hmm. So what do you believe uh, the crossover service, Bushiri's crossover service, uh, you know, was what people are now calling a religious tourism success story? It's, it's, it's a great religious success story because everybody lives out there, you know, Amakoduga and people from all over provinces really come for places of work here. And also a lot of residents of Gauteng also go to other provinces for holiday season. So this actually ensures that the hotels, accommodation, accommodation providers are able to remain open for the year. If you go around town, you find that a lot of hotels are actually quite closed in December. But obviously this opportunity of the crossover services is an opportunity to obviously ensure that those businesses are able to make some element of profit during the low season, which is December, for the Gauteng province. Mm-hmm. So how much of a boost was this crossover service for, uh, particularly the township economy? That is what interests me. Well, to be quite frank, the township economy also could have benefited more. But I think the biggest challenge was to eat accommodation. Yes, there are a lot of guest houses. Yes, there are a lot of APN providers. But in the build up to this crossover service, there was a possibility collaboration which never materialized but obviously that did not in any way prevent uh, the people who went to the church to book accommodation in Soweto and the vast majority of their village in Soweto hopefully in the 2020 those issues will be resolved are you able to to move around for me because I keep losing you at some parts uh, of, of, of the conversation I think your network isn't that great where you are 
Can you hear me now? Oh, stay right there. Thank you. Yes, I'm just saying, I believe in the year 2020, yes, we should work closely with the church to ensure that tourism businesses in Soweto and hawkers can benefit much more directly. Yeah. And I believe we must remain and both of communication all open all the time. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to talk about the kind of learnings uh, that, in general, the tourism industry of South Africa can take from this, uh, you know, religious uh, 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 tourism thing. Because, uh, as I said in my intro, it turns out apparently uh, for every ten tourists that land in Nigeria as a country, six of them go to a church. Uh, they go to uh, a Prophet TB Joshua in Nigeria uh, when when he's there. How then do we? Uh, uh, find ways to make sure that the tourism industry of South Africa in general uh, grows and takes learnings from this religious tourism? Uh, the most important thing to grow tourism all over the world are two things. First one is open skies. That ensures that flights are actually quite cheap to come to South Africa. Number two is visa-free travel, which has become mandatory all over the world. Obviously, that obviously has to be done working with institutions such as Interpol to ensure that undesired people are easily picked up using the biometric data system. So if we want to put water in the industry, let's ensure that those two measures are reduced of safety and security. Yeah, uh, but your line is definitely, definitely letting me down and you're, you're giving me some very important uh, uh, insights. Um, I'm hoping I can get this one out of you be, be, before you go. Uh, the boosting, particularly of uh, 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 the township economy, because I do hear about the, the 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 skies being open. I hear that, but uh, it, it's it's no doubt uh, that uh, the majority of people in the African continent uh, are not necessarily the richest of people. Uh, but the one thing that you're guaranteed to get, even from that specific market, is loyalty uh, to religious institutions. How can these crossover services, again in the interest of boosting the uh, religious tourism in South Africa, how can they be used to change the fortunes of uh, of, of uh, township economies all over South Africa? These institutions and these businesses in the township, they become part of the value chain of the So that if you are coming to Nigeria, all your bookings are handled by the church, so the value chain is managed to ensure that it benefits the uh, the, 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 the people in Nigeria. Mm. So the same thing must happen with the ECG and all other church services all over the world that come to South Africa. Ensure that the local businesses benefit between that living food. When tourism benefits the local, the locals become much more tourism friendly, and that is what we want. Yeah, I'm going to have to let you go because your li- your line definitely did let me down. But I hope uh, uh, that uh, we all got uh, a little bit of understanding of uh, this uh, religious tourism because uh, a th- over thousands of people uh, converged on uh, FNP Stadium on New Year's Eve uh, uh, to attend uh, the... He may be controversial in many ways, but that's not the crux of this discussion. Prophet Shepard Bushiri, he's got what they call the annual crossover service, crossing over, of course, from the previous year to the current year um, and we were having a conversation there with uh, the tourism lecturer uh, for the Tswana University of Technology Unati Sonobile Henama uh, who say who said that Gauteng is not what you can ordinarily call a traditional tourism destination in De- December because a lot of people migrate 
outward, but this uh, religious tourism uh, sort of migrated a lot of people inward uh, for uh, this uh, uh, this festive season, this new from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, and inadvertently ended up becoming a money spinner for the Gauteng uh, Tourism Department. So uh, that was quite an interesting discussion.